0: Hey, She Slayers, and welcome to another episode of She Slays the Day podcast. And we have Kirby today.
1: How's it going, everybody?
0: Um, and I am your very stinky co-host today. (laughs) Can you smell me? Yes, I can. That's why
1: I asked before we started recording, when you said, oh my gosh, I'm so stinky. (laughs) And I said... Do you want to go take a shower? And you said, no, let's go record the podcast. And I said, we're going to be sitting very close.
0: You're not as close to me as I am. It's quite.
1: <laughs> you it's, get nose blindness. It's now, if, if the people at Febreze have taught us anything is that you get nose blindness when you're used to a stinky smell that's very close to you. And you're the closest.
0: I am the closest. We'll see if by the end of the episode I stop smelling myself. Now, if I say I'm going to go grocery shopping after this and not. Tackle you. Then you tackle me and be like, girl, you need to shower. Otherwise, you get uh, butt zits. Too. That's the thing. Because of like, the, oh, I just got a waft of my armpits. <laughs> that was so bad. I should have showered. I get excited about the episodes, though.
1: You really do. When I was like pouring water to come up to record the episode, you were like, what are you doing? I'm like, I need water to record. And also I need to email the question up to the upstairs computer. I get
0: excited about like, we'll, we'll talk about like the question and then we'll like, plot out what we're gonna say and then we'll talk about it and then I just get excited of like yeah this is the mojo I need for the episode though so I don't want to like lose the mojo so I'm like come on let's do this do this (laughs) so I did no time to shower because then I was gonna get unexcited and I'm excited good (laughs) anyways listener highlight yeah go for it Okie dokie. So this is a new one just from a few days ago, and it is two stars. <laughs> just kidding. It's five stars. Um, it's on Apple Podcasts, and it's from Future DC Megan. Or do you think that's Megan?
1: Megan. In reality,
0: okay, I just, like, reality say, I just
1: like saying it that way. It's, probably, any,
0: Megan. it's probably Megan. Because I've never actually met a Megan.
1: I think a Megan would be spelled M E E E G A N.
0: Three E's? Because their parents are just dicks. Not only are we going to name her Megan, but we're going to make the weirdest spelling. Just makes it clear for everyone that it's Megan. It's Megan. All right. Anyways, um, and it says, she absolutely slays this podcast. Dr. Lauren is a freaking rock star. Her podcast encompasses multiple different facets of life as a female chiropractor and is the perfect resource as a female chiropractic student. She brings on so many amazing women who I love learning from and see as mentors even though they have no idea. (laughs) I found this podcast and binged it so hard, I couldn't stop myself because she is real, authentic, hilarious, down-to-earth, and driven, and beautiful, and wise, and the greatest wife ever. I added some of those. Just hold on. Uh, She didn't type those. I cannot recommend this podcast enough. Thank you, Dr. Lauren. Thank you, Megan.
1: Megan. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Megan's so sweet um, You know what I was thinking As I was talking to a guest that we had on recently That was just a cool person um, I don't want to do any spoiler alerts But I was just really grateful for the podcast And how it's such an in with cool people Yeah, And to be like, hey, I have this space over here If you want to come into the space and like have a chat i would love to and i think the way that we invite people on too is very like um this is not you're not gonna come and just do all the talking and sell your shit and say all your lines that you say on all the other podcasts yeah. i'm not gonna feed you the same questions and now that that's like a bash at other chiropractic podcasts no, those things they're serve like their purpose being done. yeah
1: yeah we're not gonna we wouldn't make an impact doing the same thing that other people do and I think it's cool that like you said you have uh you have a reason to contact people you want to talk to and just have interesting conversations with them because it's your podcast so there's no obligation to do anything but have the conversation you want to have
0: oh I remind people it's my podcast all the time
1: I know. I edit that. <laughs> I hear you saying it all the just time. Go,
0: girl, this is basically all for me. Um, no, just kidding. Uh, what was weird is we actually had two requests this week to have a student on. That is really interesting. hmm And the dilemma, yo, is... I don't know if any of you have listened. No, I'm not even going to say that because I don't want anybody who's been on the podcast to think I'm talking about them. It's very important to have an engaging person on the podcast as a guest. Otherwise, it makes my life very
1: difficult. Well, and matching the right student with the right issue yeah. is a tricky thing, too. Of like, if someone is asking a question about like feeling isolated, and then you have someone who's really gregarious and has always had a great friend group. They may have some good advice, but they may not be able to relate, mm-hmm. you know, depending on what the what the question is, we got to just find the right yeah. person. I think it's a cool idea, though.
0: I do, too. I think it would just be like a general question of like, how do you cope with the stress of chiropractic school? Mm-hmm. So if you're listening and you're fun to talk to, that's important. Send As in a short
1: five minute video. Call.
0: Yeah. Send me a video of selling why you would be a great guest to answer the question.
1: But just film what your side of a conversation would be like. So (laughs) leave spaces and then like answer a fake question.
0: You're such a creep. Okay, let's keep going.
1: Should we read the question? Yes. Okay, so today's question, uh, we're going to anonymize because... Is that how you say that? Yeah, anonymize.
0: Anonize. Anonym
1: to make anonymous. Anonymize? Did you make the word up? I don't think. I can look it up right no, now to no, see. No, 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 no.
0: I believe you. You're a smart person. If I said it though, I would be pretty sure I made it up. <laughs> Anonymization.
1: Anonymity.
0: We're gonna apply anonymity to this situation.
1: There you go. So yes. this is not the person's real name, and we may have changed a couple details just in case it's a sensitive subject or. People around this person are listening. So uh, this is from Trish. Not her real name. Not her real name. Dr. Lauren, a little about me. I'm a recent grad and I have been associating. I'm the third of four associates in the practice since the beginning of the year. I absolutely love the practice that I'm in. Ideal patient population techniques, practice values, etc. And have enjoyed my short practice practice experience immensely so far since before i started chiropractic school i knew i wanted to open my own practice and had originally intended to move across the country and do just that after graduation however i met my boyfriend during chiropractic school
0: oh they fell in love
1: and he was several trimesters behind where i was after conversations with him my family and friends i decided to stay in the area while he was finishing up school and get some experience in the field prior to moving and starting a practice Recently, I've been dreaming and thinking a lot about the future and the practice I plan to open and can't wait to get rolling in the process. When I was going through the interviewing process with my boss, she had asked about my plan for the next five years, and I was honest with her then about my intentions to move and open up in the near future. I'm currently thinking that I plan to leave the practice I'm in at the end of 2021. I know that it feels like a long time from now, but here's where my question for you comes in. Number one. Do you have any recommended exit strategies? Or as a practice owner with experience employing associate doctors, is there an ideal way that conversation process comes up? Is there a timeline that you recommend the process starts? I have all the respect in the world for our head doc and appreciate all that she's done for me, but we both know this is not a super long-term situation. Number two, semi-related question, if I'm beginning to build my personal brand as a healthcare provider and eventual future practice on social media, is there a way to promote myself brand my eventual future practice without overstepping my respect for the doc I currently work for and practice that I'm in? Our practice currently has a practice social media page, and the head doc has her own social media professional page, but neither of the other two associates have their own public professional pages. I don't want to wait until I'm officially done at the practice to work on those things, but I also don't want to seem disrespectful. Any advice or recommendations would be greatly appreciated. Love, Trish.
0: Did she really say love?
1: Well, or there's like change? a heart. It's like a it's like a less than sign and a three. Oh. So a heart. Okay, so she doesn't Love me. She math. Mathemat- she thinks you're less than three. Oh
0: fuck. Okay. All right. Um, so let's start with the first half. It was a low, long question. Should I like be- the background though. It's very helpful to have backgrounds. Once,
1: once again, you've forgotten
0: God. Oh gosh. Every time I'm with you. I just forget God. I think that's, that's, I think he's trying to tell me something. (laughs) Am
1: I the devil? Am I influencing you to forget? I also remind you about God.
0: That is okay. Just pray.
1: Okay. Dear God, um, thank you for giving us a chance to get together again and share this podcast and this experience with all the people listening. Uh, thank you for the question from Trish. Um, be with her as she. Uh, goes on a new adventure and be with uh, her and her boyfriend and this and her boss as they all figure out how to communicate and move through life together. Help us all to give each other grace uh, to own our responsibilities and to take bold leaps uh, to make the life that you want for us. In your name we pray.
0: Amen. Amen. You know what we don't have much information about is this boyfriend.
1: That's true. So we should, we should give him a name and a backstory.
0: Well, like, I, I kind of go, I'm assuming they're going to get hitched or like, this is the weird yeah, thing about graduate school where it's like, you know, you meet, they met while in chiropractic school. I mean, they couldn't. Have, yeah. Anyway, so I'm assuming they're getting married.
1: Well, I think that was the thing kind of for us was we, when we were starting to talk about what we were going to do in the future and it was very tied together, that was when. I knew at least, like we were getting married. So like we just went of like, okay, well, we're talking about what we're gonna do when you graduate. Yeah. And so that was like we should be married by then. So are they
0: gonna start this practice together or that I don't know. Are they gonna move is he okay with moving across the country?
1: The fact that she stayed stayed around for him and now she's got this dream and she's trying to figure out how to say it to her boss. I'm assuming that they're on the same page. If you're not on the same page, go back and listen to all our marriage
0: (laughs) ones. We got some marriage counseling for you. Um, Okay, so we're going to proceed forward assuming that... um,
1: He's on board, but I think we assume she... Not necessarily that they're opening together. I don't think we assume that.
0: We're not assuming that?
1: I mean, we can.
0: No, that does complicate it. So we're going to assume that they're going to move across the country and he's going to get an associate job and she's going to start a practice.
1: We can assume they're opening it together, I suppose.
0: No, mm. I like the other way. Okay. Because he's really into sports and she's into peds.
1: Is that what it is? This is their backstory. Okay. So yeah. he's
0: going to go work for like a really big sports rehab.
1: Is that because he played so much rugby?
0: Yeah, for sure. Okay. He's actually at chiropractic school on a scholarship for it. For rugby? Yeah.
1: That's good. Congrats, man. And his name man. is... Trevor.
0: Trevor and Trish? (laughs) Oh, I like it. Trevor. That would be their married name. Trevor? Yeah. Trisher? Trisher? Nah, it doesn't... We need to move forward with the actual part of the podcast, damn it. Okay. Okay.
1: So you said you want to focus on the first part of the question, which was about exit Exit strategies and communication with her boss.
0: So, I think (laughs) that, first and foremost you need to reflect yourself on how your integrity, your morals, your standards of like business ethics, and how you would want this to play out for you. Um, because I believe karma is a bitch. And so although you are, I mean, a lot of this is going to be putting you first, like you're you need to put your life before this practice that you're an associate for Mm -hmm. that is obvious right right? um you're playing a role in your doc's practice life um but in that sense if you had no integrity you would just be like peace out uh today's my last day i'm on to new and better things tomorrow and i don't think very many people listening would do that so you have to kind of like think, you well, know,
1: especially because she said her boss treated her really well. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a relationship there um, and hopefully something that they can keep as a good relationship because they're going to run into problems and they can't write into the podcast every week. So it'd be nice to have someone who's experienced to call back across mm-hmm. the country and pick their mm-hmm. brain. Yep.
0: Yeah. So, you know, I start there and really think like, OK, this is this is how I would want my future associate for this to play out and, you know, go through the feelings that I think it's a good empathy exercise of like, Oh, I would be angry at them. Like, you know, in this and like, use a lot of that commute that this exercise, because you're going to use that in how you communicate when you do get to that point that you're leaving.
1: And keep in mind that there's kind of, there's two selves. They say there's the experiencing self and the remembering self. So the experiencing self might be the One who goes like, I don't want to have that awkward conversation. I'll just wait until the last second. But the remembering self is the one that looks back and goes, how did I handle that? That has to live with your decisions for a long time after. And so I would say, listen and think more about what you're going to look back on yourself as Mm -hmm. and go, did I handle this with my version of morals? Did I handle it with integrity? Because if you do something that in the moment is expedient, but long term is regretful, The regret doesn't go away, really. Yeah. So
0: that's great. I didn't, I've never heard you say that before. You've just been keeping that little nugget to yourself, huh? I read it in a book. (laughs) <laughs> that's true. If you told me everything, you read in a book. Okay, so also, take a look at your contract. Um, assuming you have one, yep. there's probably a non-compete. So I'm assuming just from the question, it says something about moving across the country. Yeah. So, like, this would be a very different question, and we have gotten that question before, about, like, yeah, I'm going to open up across town and probably be direct competition. That's a whole different that's a bit
1: trickier it's tricky
0: but we're not answering that yep so we're assuming like she says she's moving across the country so the non-compete as far as that should not be an issue um but just kind of know your contract is there an amount of time they want Mm -hmm. you know if it says like i want i need three months notice you should know that and you're gonna at least get three months
1: yeah yeah and and you know more progressive or more interesting contracts, I know we've talked to our associate about it of like we have it where we want, and we insist on six months' notice, and we've compensated for that, so that if we get less than that, there are you know penalties or or givebacks mm-hmm. So,
0: mm-hmm. um so you know i you have to keep in mind though that whenever you do decide to do this, you might get fired right then and there. I doubt it.
1: Yeah, it sounds like you guys have a good relationship. It sounds like you've been generally upfront about it. Um, but times are tricky.
0: Yup, it's COVID.
1: So it, it's a really hard thing. And, and we're obviously speaking from from owners here. But mm-hmm. like, if, if the practice is down because of COVID and you have three of the other associates are ride or die there forever... And you're saying, like, you want to leave and you're going to leave. It's kind of nice to save on that salary as an owner if you're, like, losing money.
0: Yeah. But, you know, you still <laughs> see this is the tricky part mm-hmm. of, like, I doubt that you're going to get fired right away, but you could. So um, start saving money now, um, because no matter what, when you transition and you start moving, you're going to want some absolute time you're not going to have your last day be on a friday move across country on the weekend and open up on monday yeah. you're going to need some time to fully 100 percent focus on starting your practice yeah. where you're not going to have an income so start saving now um and I would say, you know, she's talking about the end of 2021. I would try and have like two months of income that you could live on mm-hmm. in an ideal situation, like start saving now, now, now um, before you even tell if that's possible.
1: Yeah. You know, just if, as like a if this blows up and it's like, oh, I was going to open in six months or in eight months. But I guess I'm moving across the country now and getting mm-hmm. started.
0: Yep. God has a funny way of, you know, <laughs>
1: The thing's going to happen that's supposed to happen, and you're yes. going to be stronger than you think and able to deal with it. But it always helps to prepare.
0: So, ways of approaching the conversation. So, I would say both Kirby and I agreed separately that six month is very fair. Yeah. Anything longer than that, and it's just kind of this like hanging over your head thing. That as an owner. I would just be like, I don't want to focus on this for the next six months or nine months. Like, yeah. ugh.
1: like, Six months feels like it has the feel of like, it has OK, respect. I need this to I need to let this sink in for a couple of weeks and be like a little upset or whatever, then get my head screwed back on right as an owner, then start the hiring process to replace you. That'll take a couple months, probably then have some overlap of you training, training. with them. And then, like, we get to say a nice, polite goodbye instead of like, ah, crap, you're leaving? Like, mad, but I love you. Goodbye.
0: Yeah. So some key things to bring to that conversation is, one, I would say timing. Make sure, like, if you can work it into, okay, so let's say that every January you guys do annual reviews. And the six months would actually be February. You maybe do it in the anal review mm-hmm. like you know like yeah if
1: there's a good time for it that's already built in anyway that's going to be a natural thing because when you if you're going to do it outside of that as soon as you say like hey next thursday can we sit down i really need to talk to you about something your boss is immediately going to go like so you're quitting you're pregnant you're married What's okay going on? don't
0: put me on this other boss I no
1: know, i i know that's what i would do if someone said like it's the think about a relationship if someone goes like hey we really need to talk and then you go like what about and they're like no tonight at dinner and you're like come on
0: but i do think that the owner is not going to be ever unless it's like a sit-down quarterly or annual review like there's not a good time to so like I think that you could phrase it like, if you if you can't work this into a review, you can phrase it of like, um, is there a time in the next month that you and I could sit down and talk about like
1: future plans, future and,
0: plans and like what you're envisioning and what I'm envisioning? Yep. Yep. So, like, you can kind of work it there. Now, you might want to do this at the end of the day and have your decks in a row because she might, if she's anything like me, be like, are you quitting? Just tell me right now, (laughs) like type thing. Um, And, you know, I don't know. It's I don't know how you work, things like that. I would prefer not to word vomit in that moment. But, you know, so try and phrase it of like very casual of like, hey, is there some time in the next month? So not like, is there some time this week or like, you know, like,
1: do you have a minute? Do
0: you have a minute? Or like maybe when you're done with patients today, can we sit down and talk for a couple minutes? I got to talk to you about something. Um, So, you know, very casual. Like, I'd like to see like what you're kind of thinking for 2021, run something, you know, like that. Um, When you come, like I said, know your contract, but don't quote it. Don't be an asshole. Yeah, don't be
1: be coming in lawyered up, basically.
0: Yeah, so, like, if you are required to give a six-month notice and you're giving a six-month notice, like, then just don't even mention that.
1: Yeah, just say, like, say contracts are there to remind people of the agreements that they made. Keep in mind that contracts only exist because people are in relation to each other. So keep the relationship and acknowledge the contract but like focus on the relationship so if it says yes. six months and you're giving six months you don't need to say i'm contractually obligated to give you six months so and I'm today
0: doing is the six month like, yeah
1: mm, and mm, if and you're that. contractually obligated to give three months but you're giving six months you don't say i'm contractually obligated either go i know we agreed that i would give you three but i also know that this process is hard so i wanted to give you more time like, so I hope you don't mind that I'm giving you six months. But when you start bringing in any kind of legalese, there's something that, like, happens to people where Ooh, they girl. get super defensive. So you
0: read your contract. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll be calling my lawyer. Lo- yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: So try and keep that tone out of it if you can.
0: Mm hmm. Yep. Um. Understand that she could be a very, very nice person, but her brain is going as the owner mm-hmm. is going going to go almost immediately to like problem solving and like
1: yeah you go so don't expect this mark. to be a
0: feely thing like yeah. you be very emotionally willing to connect but don't get freaked out if you're a millennial like don't expect her to hold your hand in this moment this is about her you are yeah. breaking up with her I was just going
1: to say it's like you're dumping someone and eventually because your relationship was good and you know you, you can be friends, friends
0: but like don't it, expect him
1: to be your friend today
0: yeah and she might handle this great and it, yeah. you know whatever um but like just don't you know be prepared just be prepared um let her know that you, like I would almost voice concerns that you think she might have. So you could say things like, I want you to know that you might be concerned that I'm going to be distracted over this six months. I am not. I will do 100 percent of the work of like working about moving, getting new state licensure, all that on my off time. Um, I will you know, let her know you are going to be focused on being present and here and continuing to build her practice While you're here, Um, because that's going to be her number one thing is like, are you just going to be a dead weight on my salary? Yeah. Are you going to be trash talking me to patients? Let her know. I am not going to say a word to patient
1: until Until you you tell me
0: I'm not going to announce this anywhere. Like you tell me the words you want. If you don't even want me saying anything, if you want me to just Irish goodbye, people, I don't. Do, do people? I said that right, by yeah, the way. You really did. I was so proud of myself. Um, do she's people just, know what an Irish goodbye is? Can we just have a tangent there of what that is? Yeah. Just in case.
1: It's when you leave a party and you just don't say goodbye to anyone and you're just gone. And then yep. people wonder where you went.
0: Yep. So.
1: So you just disappear one day and then they're like, what
0: happened to trish Trish? <laughs> uh, she fell off a cliff and got down. <laughs> she, trish, she left. um I love Dr. Katie, but I'm finding... Uh, Dr. Katie's our associate who just... Her husband got a wonderful job, um, and she left us in June. Their family, her and her husband, moved to New Jersey. Mm-hmm. But that asshole, I am learning that she totally Irish goodbye some patients.
1: Oh, she didn't, like,
0: nope. tell them? No, nope. so it's really funny, because, you know, like, I think how emotionally exhausting if you have oh, to say goodbye every to everyone, like, wow Um, But yeah, I to this day, two months later, I have people... That are like, so where'd that other doc go? And I'm like, oh, her and her husband moved to New Jersey. He got like a wonderful job. And and they're like, she's gone. (laughs) Yes, I will do the work. But anyway, so but if that's what your doc wants, this is her damn practice and she these are her patients. These are this is her livelihood. You're about to leave and make your livelihood. Like, let the doc know I am willing to do what you need. From me in this.
1: And then really follow through on that because it's going to be apparent and whether they say it or not, they're going to kind of be noticing. So if you do have a transition period where you're still employed, but you're starting to set up your Facebook page for your practice across the country or your website or whatever. If you didn't finish your soap notes this week, but you got your new website done, like Mm -hmm. your boss is going to notice that and they're going to be very, very upset with you. Mm -hmm. Like, so give give your word for what you think you can actually do honor their wishes, but like know that there's probably going to be some discomfort on your end. And there's definitely some discomfort on your boss's end. They have to find a new you.
0: Yep. Yep. Um, Continue to and like along with like action on that, like uh, continue to bring it in team meetings. Mm -hmm. You know, if you guys have like a part of your team meeting where it's like, who's got ideas or suggestions, like, Do not say, hey, this is something I think I'm going to do for my practice. (laughs) And I thought it would be great for you guys. Don't say any of that shit. Um, Just be like, hey, you know, I was thinking about our new patient phone call. What if after we got their paperwork, we keep talking in the Mm -hmm. we sense. We sent an email with just like a really cute like we got your paperwork boomerang. Like, you know, just continue to have creative ideas and talk and think in the we
1: here's something i thought of that i don't know yeah i mean it's got to be something difficult too but i hadn't really thought of it before like be emotionally prepared to be a ghost in the room too like Mm -hmm. give your input when you can but as the rest of the practice is talking about the future while you're still there, it's going to be a bit awkward. They're going to go like, OK, so what are we doing for the February event? And if you're leaving in end of December, like they're going to assign roles and they're going to work on projects. And like no one's going to mention you because you're not going to be there. And that's going to be weird for you. And it's weird and for them. And if they
0: do mention because people are nice and like I could see people being like, oh, Trish, we're going to miss you. Like. Just be cool. Don't milk that. Be like, it's okay. You guys are gonna do great. What can I do to support you before I leave? Yep. For this event, like, do you want me? You know, like, yeah. Just be in that sense. Be cold stone sober. Just like cold stone creamery.
1: <laughs> just start, start mixing ice cream on a cold slab. That'll change the whole meeting, right? That's what cold stone does. What? It, they put cold, the shut
0: up. Yeah, but cold. Stone
1: be st- be stone cold.
0: Stone cold. So- <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, be just like very kind mm-hmm. and don't milk the like. Because again, as a boss, I could see my employees being like, "Oh, we're gonna miss you," and I just be like, "Stop it. She's leaving us. She jumped off." Uh, you know, yeah. in my head. So just be like, "I appreciate it. I'm gonna miss you guys too. You guys are gonna do great, though. You know." Um, So, yeah, let's see what else as far as telling the boss that Um,
1: I think setting that initial meeting, you know, kind of if they agree like six months, um, having both you understand that it's a fluid process and saying that you're going to keep talking about it because it may be that they find a new associate in a month. Mm-hmm. and you help train that person hopefully that's how that works you keep that salary maybe you dropped a part-time yep, maybe you're th- gone early you know whatever but like no know, know that like you're dropping something Whoa, on hold on gonna, when
0: you're communicating that make it clear that you are not leaving one day earlier it's fluid on their end if they want yeah, um, but like you don't want to communicate like yeah, yeah I might leave I'm giving earlier. you six months but who knows if life happens I might yeah. leave in four like no I am here for six months if that's what you need but if you find someone sooner and you don't want me on your salary full time for six months like I, I understand that you know I'm willing to help train I'm willing to go down to part time like again just show up being like yeah. with the heart that like you're breaking up with them. And like, I'm here for you to serve you, to keep my head in the game here. Like, and
1: to just to protect yourself, though, hopefully you've planned enough on the upfront that if that does happen, you're ready to roll or that you can survive that in between time. So it sounds like you have enough time to kind of prep for this. So I would, you know, work backwards with your finances. And like you said, have have a couple months um, and probably more savings, because if you're planning on opening up pretty quickly afterwards, you're going to have to like rent space and pay for a lot of stuff for your own clinic up front so start thinking financially in those terms as well
0: um let's talk about social media what she should do social media wise prior to like so let's say she isn't going to tell her boss for four more months Mm -hmm. and then that will start a six-month time clock um what i would do now is i would I wouldn't worry about Facebook, honestly, like don't worry about Facebook. I think that as you get closer to your actual clinic where you've got like a logo and a name and, um, you know, maybe a signed lease, that's where you would worry about like your Facebook page. Yeah, I would mostly start with Instagram. Um, you could also do I mean it depends on what your ideal patient is, but you could also start doing TikTok stuff. Um if we have TikTok, who knows if TikTok's even still going to be here when this episode is released. The most
1: recent thing I read is Microsoft and Walmart may partner in buying TikTok, but then I don't know if it would look like TikTok anymore or even have that name. It's kind of like how Skype got bought by Microsoft, but now it's just a feature of Teams. Like Oh. Like I don't know yeah. what they would do or where they would put it, but
0: I don't know. Interesting interesting okay but anyway so um I would start with um (laughs) so if if you have Instagram which I would assume you have Instagram you have a couple options you can start a separate more formal one I I don't know this I don't want to like hijack this conversation and turn it into a social media thing I like you having one social media handle Um, Dr. Trish DC, let's say that's your handle. Um, and just starting to be an authentic chiropractor from that place where it's not overly selling, but you're educating and showing your life. Now, if you've got like a dark side, Trish, and you're like, but I still twerk it on the weekends and I really want to do those, then maybe you need a separate account. But as your employer, it's going to raise a red flag of like, oh, you have a personal thing now or, you know, like,
1: well, ultimately, I I think with the social media side of things, it's what are you hoping to accomplish? So if the whole concern is you want to hit the ground running and get people in the door uh, when you open your new practice across the country, keep in mind that like, well, while other industries might be more about like getting nationwide presence, chiropractic is a really local game.
0: Yeah. So it
1: is so focused on having the people within 10 to 15 miles of your practice know who you are when they can actually take action. Because starting to say the new chiropractic clinic coming soon, but you're 18 months out like people are going to the people who needed you now can't come to you because you don't exist yet. And the people who will care down the road are going to get bored of hearing coming soon for 18 months. Yeah, that's true. So you could wait until two months before you open, but have your ducks in a row and get your Google places and your Bing places and your, you know, all your listings and your Facebook page up and your website up. And you've been designing that the whole time. And you click publish and you have a drawn out two month marketing plan for Mm -hmm. opening is going to be more effective, I would argue, than 18 months of slow drip. And you'd also have to worry about, If it's publicly out there, because it has to be public to get to the public, that forces your conversation even earlier with your doc.
0: So you don't think that, and I I actually, I agree with you, but I'm just clarifying what you're saying. So if she's not planning on telling her doc for another two months that she's giving her six-month notice, Mm -hmm. so she's eight months out before being done with this practice, you don't think there's any point in even starting to have like a you know, here's a picture of me adjusting a baby. And like, here's reasons that babies get seen at, I don't know, we'll name the practice she's currently working at, at Smith Chiropractic. Like.
1: There could be, I mean, in terms of SEO, like if you have a presence out there and you have a personal website and that has some traction, but that's a lot of work to get traction on an individual basis that could help your authenticity when you have a business page, But I don't know how many people actually go down the rabbit hole of going like, okay, there's a new chiropractor coming to town. I love their ads. I love their marketing. I love their building. I'm not going to go to them until I dig through the owner's social media and make sure that she has a bunch of videos. Like, I just don't know. I don't know if it's going to have as much of an impact relative to. The relationship side because you'd have to play it so carefully in terms of okay you want to make videos you want to establish your own professional brand but you still work for someone else so it has to be innocuous enough that you're not mentioning them so that it helps support your future one or you're just doing it for them and you're mentioning their name and then it's confusing for your future brand when people go dig in your old videos and you go i'm trish from smith chiropractic let's talk about pediatrics and they're like wait i thought you're trish from trish chiropractic
0: but it also shows this isn't a brand new doc. She has been doing this a while. hmm So, like, I agree. It's I think that in general, um, having an Instagram and starting to just be conscious of what's your authentic message within chiropractic. Yep. And just starting to exude that. It's good practice anyways. Um And to start gaining, you're not going to start gaining followers because really, if you're in Dallas Mm -hmm. and you're planning on moving to Myrtle Beach, you're not going to get in front of your ideal patients by hashtagging chiropractic or hashtagging women chiropractors or, you know, like you're not going to start getting in Their feeds until you start hashtagging Myrtle Beach, holistic moms, Myrtle Beach, chiropractors, Myrtle Beach, healthy living, Myrtle Beach, Myrtle Beach, Myrtle Beach. Um, And then if you started doing that now, your doc is going to be like, hey, great uh, IGTV. What's up with all the hashtags about Myrtle Beach? Do we need to talk? Yeah. So that's kind of the complexity of like, it's not bad. I do think it would be really good practice. And just to have a backlog of library of that you can pull from and get experience. That
1: Um, That might be another thing, too, depending on your role in your current practice of if you've just been if you've just been adjusting and you're not doing any marketing or you're doing some marketing, but you've never really kicked it into gear there. um, It's an opportunity to serve your current boss and really start to work on yourself, too, of like. I'll do videos for you because I need to get comfortable in front of a camera because there's gonna be no one but me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because Trevor's gonna go open his oh, sports Trevor. practice.
0: Yeah, I forgot about Trevor. What's Trevor doing? What's he doing with his Instagram? No, here's the other reason, and this is a little like, I don't mean to be shady here, but.
1: But you're shady AF.
0: <laughs> so when you open right, okay, so I'm picturing like this. Time period where she's done with Smith Chiropractic uh-huh. and she's about to, like she's six weeks away from opening Trish Chiropractic. We always get ourselves into these damn <laughs> things. Um you need, like, I feel like pictures of you being a chiropractor are really helpful for your website, for your Instagram page, mm-hmm. for your professional page. And guess what? You're not really adjusting kids anymore because you're not you're, open yet. You're not open yet. So it is a really nice excuse to be like, hey, Cynthia at the front desk, can you take a picture of me adjusting mm-hmm. this baby and we can use it on. You know, because yeah. she said that her Smith chiropractic has
1: so far. Oh, you know, so like if that is that
0: good excuse to like, and now you have that photo also type yeah. of thing.
1: Yeah. You and know? I think that's part of the conversation with the boss too, of like Not get, the
0: first one. Not the
1: first one. Oh, no, no, God. no. <laughs> just like I just want to make sure I get to keep all my pictures.
0: Yeah, if we we did not. Say what not to say, um, but like making sure that that that's a later conversation.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, everyone's happy, and the new associates in there, and you help train them, and then it's like, a, do you mind if I take my headshots too? Like, of course, no problem.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm just picturing that conversation quite terribly. So if she had all that stuff in oh the same my god way.
1: yeah. So we've talked a little bit about social media of having like your own professional. Um, and I think a lot of the social media aspect is that having everything in place to kind of do that blitz versus the slow rollout mm-hmm. of, you know, you need to know, cause a lot of stuff of when you're telling people that you're coming soon, they want like the who, what, when, where, why type yep. stuff of like, where are you, you know, like you need to have your location. Yep. And your brand and your business entity set up. So hopefully those are things that you can do again on your own time after you're done with work, get those things ready to go so that it's pushed out the door all at once for like a two month blitz, I would say.
0: Yep. I think a two month blitz is a, you know. You have a plan, though, so you don't get to two months and go like, okay, I'm in the two months. I should start doing something. Like Kirby said, it's like, oh, no, you have your logo. You have your business cards. You have your Facebook page built. You have your website Mm
1: -hmm. built. Ideally, you already have partnerships in your new community of, like, you know who you're Mm -hmm. going to work with or you're going to talk to. You
0: know of them. Okay. But, like, I would say around that, eight, you know, like... People are so busy and time moves so fast that like, especially with COVID stuff. I mean, we're not going to be in that in 2021. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we'll uh, see. Um, but like, if somebody came to me and was like, yeah, I'm opening at some point, like in the next few months, I'd be like, where are you going to be? Well, I don't really have a place yet. I would just be like, bitch, I'm seeing pay- like, okay, <laughs> let me know when you've got more details figured out. Like,
1: yeah, like yeah, I hear you.
0: So, so yeah, but like, and knowing having like an eight week plan, plan out your content, have an idea around like, okay, this is where I'm going to do a, this is your doctor. This is where I'm going to do an IGTV. This is where I'm going to have like this thing. Like, well,
1: and we've, we have other episodes too, on like marketing, starting up a practice and stuff too. So those are good things to go listen to. Mm -hmm. Um, But you have the caveat and the interesting aspect of you're not going to be doing it all out in the open and you know having the luxury of as much time because you're gonna hopefully have a full-time job and then you're just hustling because that's what opening a new practice is is a ton of work and you're gonna go this sucks and it's hard but you also have all this crazy amount of time
0: <laughs> because you're this is your job now yeah. you are not seeing patients
1: yeah it's your new yeah so
0: so did we do it Do we figure it out did we solve all trisha's problems i think we
1: fixed the world.
0: Trevor. I mean, put get Trevor to work. What's he doing? What's he even doing? Probably like focusing on part four boards or something. He's just at rugby practice all the time. <laughs> Damn he's, it, Trevor. Then he's
1: asking to get adjusted because he's so sore from rugby.
0: All right. Well, Dr. Trish, um, I think that one of the greatest things you did was have open communication when you were getting hired. I think it is a very tempting thing when you are being hired as an associate to be like say anything i will say whatever will get me this job and so you know i think that that was one of the best things remember the remember you really appreciates that aspect of like you know
1: yep experiencing you may have been uncomfortable saying that but remembering you now appreciates it
0: yep so good luck Um, would love to know how it goes and what you're deciding on a timeline. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah. If you send us a, at some point in the next year, if this happens, like I will read your update on the podcast. Let us know. How did Smith chiropractic take it? And how's
1: Trish chiropractic going?
0: And what's up with Trevor? Are you guys married yet?
1: Yeah. Let us know. Trevor. You gotta, you gotta pull the trigger. You gotta, you gotta ask her to marry you, man. Yeah, lock it
0: down. All right. Until next week, she slayers. Keep those questions coming. Write us, write us a review, so we can, we can talk about you on air.
1: Yeah, it happens quick. Someone wrote one a couple days ago, and we read it today.
0: Yeah, well, now somebody feels bad because they wrote one and we didn't read it.
1: Well, write, write a better one.
0: Oh my God, he's joking. We're not referencing (laughs) anybody. (laughs) I'm very sorry if we have not read your review yet. I am not an organized person. So, you know, sorry. All right. Anyways, <laughs> God, you're the worst. Until next week, She Slayers. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, She Slayers. Are you looking to get your team off the phone and streamline your front desk so you can spend more time doing what you love? SCED has exactly what you're looking for they will automate all your appointment reminders, missed appointment reminders, reactivation campaigns allow you to have two-way texting with your patients. Plus, they have a very cool app that your patients are gonna love. The app alone saves chiropractors tons of time because it gives patients the flexibility to move appointments to a time that works better for them. Don't worry, you won't lose control of your schedule because you'll have access to all the parameters that keep you still in control. Plus, there's overbook protection so your schedule won't get out of hand. SCED was created by a chiropractor for chiropractors, so you can rest assured that you're getting the absolute best system for your office. Dr. Eric Kowalki is committed to the chiropractic mission and he works closely with his developers to always be innovative so that we have the best system available. If you're hesitant to switch to Scad because you already use something else, let me tell you, it's worth every penny. Plus, mention that you heard about it on my podcast and they'll give you a discount. Seriously, it is a game changer. Don't wait.